Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. So she's in there, her dad's office, and she's saying that she doesn't want a job, and you know, but she like also doesn't want to ins- disappoint him or whatever. And he, then she finds this snow globe, and he goes, and, and she goes, "Your mother." I mean, he says, "Your mother gave me that in Stad." Yes. Uh, I'm like, this is is this really a movie for a Stad reference? I don't think so. <laughs> no, I don't even know where that is. No, I feel like this was improved. Um, it, it's that it's that point where I think Jack Wagner was like, "I am everyone on this set is way out of their depth. I'm just gonna do what I want. Yeah, I'm gonna Jack make the Wagner. line better." It's just like we did it in Stud. <laughs> Could so, you stop winking at your Mr. doctor, Wagner, Jack? Stop winking, please, Mister Wagner. <laughs> <laughs> so this town is he... built on my winks, you little fuck. Roll it again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jack motherfucking Wagner. <laughs> All I need. So Beauregard, he's like, I can't believe that you still remember your mother. And she's like, of course. <laughs> I, well, I remember her perfume and her hair. And this hotel really reminds me of her. Like, so is this like a hairy scented hotel? <laughs> I remember oh. her white rain and her donkey booty, father. <laughs> white rain. <laughs> um the weirdest thing that happened next is like you know i all i promised my mother promised your mother that i would always take care of you and i'm like isn't that something you should just do with a child (laughs) yeah jack wagner's the dad jack wagner's the dad he's like gotta babysit my kid yeah i was just like that's such a strange thing to either write and say (laughs) <laughs> you you would imagine like if you were like a family friend or something like that you're like yep right. when your mama was dying i promised i would always take care of you not your husband <laughs> yeah not right. your actual father that's no, not a part of the deal just yeah. that's that's something you would do that's that just is, what a, <laughs> and you know and he has done it because sierra's like well you've given me everything i've ever wanted so don't worry about me I'll be in very good hands. I'll be with my closeted gay future fiance. <laughs> Tad. 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 
Ted Brad. Right. Yeah. Love and Ted. And then, you know, this is now a Tad moment. So it has to be as terrible in LA as you'd think. So he speeds up in the sports car. Just, he's, going, he's coming to ballet, but he's like, move! Down the road! <laughs> it's, a Gucci, it's like a Gucci edition Maserati. I was like, this mm-hmm. is Netflix money happening right here. Okay. Because an Allmark, oh. it would be like a Yugo or something from 1988. Uh, they're like, oh my god, those LA drivers! I think we've uh, made our point, Netflix. Yeah, we get it. Made our point. <laughs> okay, so now Lindsay is talking to her assistant, not Matt Mar, and um, she's like, "I think I'm going with Ted. I don't want to be disturbed. Do not disturb me." Is that? Have you talked about the snow club already? He, we did. Do not disturb me further. He's like, "Okay, well, what do you want to do?" I just said, "Don't disturb me," and I went, "Plot point, got exactly. it." You don't want to be pen in it. You want to be we alone. Get it. And yeah, then so she he... strikes him in the face. <laughs> and then actually one of my favorite, this is actually one of my favorite lines in the movie is because uh, Tad wants to do a photo shoot. He's like really into making their relationship public. He's into a photo ship shoot. And so Terry's like, well, by the way, I reserved a private gondola for you guys. And Tad goes, gondolas are for losers. <laughs> losers. That was almost my name today. Instead of VP of atmosphere, it was almost Jake gondola. Gondolas are for losers. <laughs> That was it's my favorite line in the film as well. Finally, this movie is speaking some truth. Oh, that's I know. Funny. Finally speaking. And so I wrote this down and I don't remember what happened. I wrote down the word he Terry, I think, says he's colorful. He's colorful. Oh, because he goes, uh, lady, the surprise awaits. And she's like, I thought we were doing our photo show here. And he's like, Nope, oh. slopes. We're going to the slopes. And then he just like gives him a little look and he's like, Wow, he's colorful. And I guess that was his yeah. way of saying like He's cute and also gay, like me. He's a big fag. Yeah. Yeah, and also he's literally colorful. He's wearing like a he's wearing a black and white Mackenzie's Child's uh, jacket with like yes. ruffles and colors all over him. And, and when so, he did say he's colorful, that is when I wrote in my notes, "Oh my God, I would be Terry." I yeah, that, you, so I, I I'm still in. Like, I rarely see things that you that you come off the page in. <laughs> this I is just, definitely <laughs> one of those. I literally auditioned for the same role yesterday on the morning show as Gay Baker number one and Gay <laughs> Baker number two. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> same so role. Dri- so now they're driving along to a photo shoot and. And so then Sierra starts to sing along the radio. So she turns the volume. I love this like, song. What a bright time. It's the right time to rock your She's really singing. She's really doing it. And Lindsay's reminding us she can sing. Little pitchy, yeah. sweetie. Little pitchy. And he starts yeah. giving her a note. He's like, in the right way, in the right <laughs> Which, again, for so- anyone who's like under 20 will not get the Mean Girls reference. But for the rest of us, that was a very – that was a kind of like – you can tell Lindsay produced this movie. I went, okay, that's a little – is Lindsay's leaning into that she's pretty like much old around at this point. Everybody yeah. love it. Do you yeah. do you know? And then he turns to Air Supply, and I'm like, so is Air Supply coded gay? <laughs> No, what was was really weird was the music he preferred, yeah, was like dad rock from another – I think you guys are right that it was written a long time ago, and that's why the writers are from Goosebumps. I think it's just something (laughs) – It was like, I'm all out of love. Yeah, my mother loves their supply. I can't believe they're playing this song. Yeah, Yeah, but a modern guy who's like, oh, it's all about Instagram and modern, modern, modern. We're on the now. We're on the cusp of now. (laughs) 
I'm a, no, he, he, it's a weird, it's a, the, there were so many generational things added to this that don't make sense. Also, the volume button in this Maserati is not convenient. You have to put your <laughs> finger on it and swirl it around to that turn up the volume. Accurate. That felt like it an feels accurate. accurate. Yeah, because that's, that's how fancy cars are. They just like change things to fuck poor people more, up. And make more, like, <laughs> work than you, more work than it needs to be, but it's fancy. So you like, feel like it. You can't steal me because you don't know how to turn me on, stupid! <laughs> I would say that that actually felt like, I feel like I've seen a car that does that, and it was like, drove me nuts. It's Mr. Like, uh, Beauregard, I don't know how to turn down your car on you! It's so loud in it, Mr. Beauregard, like you're playing ass supply. <laughs> um, so, Jake... Trying to bring you dry cleaning! She's all sad because she has to listen to air supply. And then um, Jake is back um, getting his frosted tips done. Back at the lodge. Yes. And uh, he's yeah. helping this young couple get in a sleigh. Because there's literally two people. No, wait. There's two people. No, there's two that deaths. couple. And then there's one family who yeah. all they do is hang out outside Lindsay Lohan's window. <laughs> yes, That's yes. all they do. And by the way, I also think there's – I just call them – eyebrows and another closet gay because this girl had the worst thick like <laughs> eyebrows it just looked like caterpillars on top of her uh, top of her forehead eyebrows are going through a weird moment where nobody oh, knows what to do anymore because there was you. the microblading that was terrible but everybody <sighs> so did it and then at the same time they're trying to come back with no eyebrows you know like oh, the models are shaving their brows yeah. we've had that we've we've, we've seen had that, that on just 90 on the day, 90 day yeah. thing where a girl oh. showed up and i was like they were oh, bleached and shaved is terrible yeah it's not good they're all going happy the hanukkah but keep your memora keep your menorahs away from your eyebrows yeah and then there's the thin super thin ones but now they're trying to come back with the ones that people are putting gel in and like combing them up that, that's what this, she did and i did not like this yeah, leave this, your brows alone just, it's a bad moment for I believe that Summit Springs was not like really the hotbed of eyebrow fashion. <laughs> <laughs> they obviously they disappear every forty years and come back. So well, no, well, normally, well, her boyfriend, bless his heart, apparently just came queen. out of a bunker and he's fucking traumatized by everything in life because he's scared of just a, a fucking sleigh ride. Well, I would yeah. be too honestly. Is this safe? It's like a janky. <laughs> it was a janky ass sleigh, and then he goes, "Oh, don't worry." This sleigh has been in the North Star for generations, which is why that will have no meaning anytime else beyond nope, the scene and no. we'll replace it by the end of the movie. And why would that make me feel better? You've had a you've yeah, had a, the right? vehicle you're about to put me in for two hundred years. <laughs> mm, sounds great. <laughs> he literally just could say it's from Orschlands. It's fine. Like you know what I mean. It doesn't fucking matter. But whatever. yeah, it's a fucking like, sleigh. Get on. Yeah. You're staying in a bed bug infested place with tile fo floors in the middle of winter. Don't tell yeah. me you're worried about safety <laughs> you're, now. Your you're, feet you're, are freezing. This get is, on my fucking this sleigh. Is, this is what you're paying for. <laughs> this you get what, what you pay for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So. um so now, they're flying Tad, through the forest on the thing. Meanwhile, yes, let's talk about Tad and Lindsay. Yeah, Tad, Tad and Lindsay, a.k.a. Sierra, they're now, like, in the middle of nowhere. And he's like, oh, yeah, we're, we're going to do our picture here because, like, um, a top influencer geotagged <laughs> the spot, which <laughs> Again, barely makes sense. It just takes so much to get there. And everything is p left to poor Tad to even – all the dialogue sounds so stupid. <laughs> Yes. yes. And she's yes. like, you know, I don't actually ski, don't you? And he goes, well, they don't need to know that. It's all smoke and mirrors, baby. Influences. Like me. 
But man, they're so stupid. They're taking selfies. It's not like they have a photographer there, right? No one's going to see your skis in a selfie, you dumbasses. You don't need to be sliding all over the place. So he's like, he's like, do you know how to unhook a snowmobile? And she's like, no. Why would I know how to do that? <laughs> <laughs> and so she tries, and someone, she's just like, someone basically hands me my glass. I don't even touch it. I'm not gonna unhook a snowmobile. <laughs> yeah, she just kind of like does this with her hands, and of course, it doesn't unhook. He's so like, unhook like, now. Yeah, I did enjoy when he just talked to the snowmobile like it would be, and she's like, it's not voice activated. <laughs> I think this scene was completely all improv. One hundred percent. This one felt good. I feel this, like, I, I, yeah, yeah. Based on the bloopers at the end of the movie, it looked yeah, like Yeah, I think this okay. was all yes and it. This was a yes. really fun set. I've just got to say that everyone probably felt so protected. Yes. From <laughs> <laughs> probably so very protected. People could make, they could take risks. They could take, they, they could make choices because yeah. it's a safe set. I'm waiting for the actor's <laughs> studio, the Laura Linney commenting on this. <laughs> The Laura Linney roundtable of, oh, my God. When so they get on tried the... to talk to the snowmobile. <laughs> that choice. The work. The, one. the work. The director really let me do what we needed to do that day. <laughs> so, um, plot point, he's like, we don't have any signal on this phone. It's like, oh, here it yep. comes. They're on a snowmobile to go somewhere and then they get lost in the snowmobile and then they're going down a path and they go by a sign that has snow on it. And as they go by the sign, the snow falls off and the sign says, danger, do not pass. Turn back. <laughs> this is For cartoonish. Reason, which, nowhere. By the way, <laughs> yeah. Where was where was Wiley meant Coyote? nothing. It's not like there was an avalanche. There's not like the actual danger. At, the danger was is just they were on a tall mountain yeah. and she there were like someplace tall nothing and a miracle to do with happened plot. yeah yes. like, and by the way if that girl had not made that wish she wouldn't have fallen off they were fine. okay let's talk about the bat meanwhile girls going to see ten, creepy 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 veneer santa <laughs> um lurker just look, look just at watch. every shot lurking and it's she fills up she first of all, I thought she was going to sit on his lap, and I went, "She's too old for this." But thankfully, she's just <laughs> right. You write a wish on a tree, and then grandmother you have to keep who, it a secret. I'm so you know we did, they didn't talk about it, but grandma is so used to just picking up her other dead children that have been massacred through the years at their hotel. <laughs> she just picks up her granddaughter, puts her, and they put this ornament on the tree, and then suddenly. We're not in the real world anymore. And no, no, Santa no, 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 no. is well, no, really Santa all of a sudden like wants Coke or something because he touches his nose. He's not going like <laughs> no, this. I'll like, tell you what uh, this uh. is. This is Ron Oliver magic. This <laughs> is supernatural stuff coming in. Well, this, this, is, is, this is Mary date, Lou prom night. This is some Dateline shit what's happening here. Okay, it so is. we're back at poor Hotel Fest Festivus or whatever they're doing. <laughs> and the San first of all, Santa's a creep, and he's handing out hot nuts. I mean, yeah. okay, oh, yeah. okay yeah. Santa. Hot nuts. Santa's in charge of the hot hey, nuts. Hey, Santa. Yeah. And then the grandma is like, here's how to do a wish. You write secrets. It has to stay secret. <laughs> Tell then, us your secret. Put it in this hole. You have to make it count. And then Santa just looks over she at Grandma say, make like, it count. Yeah, she's like, make it count. And then Santa's looking at them, and he's like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> what the fuck is this movie? He's like about to like, you know, he do he something did, to Grandma. He, 
he puts a finger aside of his nose, which is he the does. strangest thing ever to do. I get that it's in the in the poem, well, Lindsay but it's was on one set of the strangest things. She this got trig- she got triggered and almost relapsed. She had to be taken off set that day. I'm sure. I mean, literally, like watching. it was, it was literally like visual cocaining. It was like he puts a finger here, and all of a sudden, all this like white powder comes flying at us. It is, and then and music then snorting swirls, a line up the side air, of her nose. Air moves things, and y'all know that when wind blows, that means it's magic. Yeah, it, that's right. Magic. There was more Home Alone chords right yes, now. Yes, and I went. <laughs> yes, and meanwhile, while this is happening, now Tad and Sierra are up on top of this mountain, <laughs> and he's decided he wants to propose to her. He's not set up a tripod to capture this moment, no, by the way. No, no. So he's going to propose. So he gives her some shitty ass like topaz that's too big oh, for her it's finger. The- Ugliest diamond, it's too, like diamond. yellow diamond. Oh, he yeah, it's one of those. Machine. Yeah, it's they- one of those pea colored fake diamonds. It's really big. Tad doesn't have money. No, are we yeah. no he has no money. money. No, I, he's scrounging. She yeah. now. This is when. Where is it? This is where uh, Lindsay Lohan said maybe one of the best lines in the whole movie that uh, I feel like I felt seen. They're taking pictures and she's in a snow outfit. She said, "Make me look sporty, but not like I'm sweating." <laughs> that is what I try to do when I go to Orange Theory. Like, that is what I'm just trying to do in life. Sporty, not sweaty. That was it a great ne- line. It never turns out that way. I just look like a big, fat, sweaty pig. Uh, yeah. But that's fine. He's like, only one thing missing besides a penis. Another thing missing. <laughs> and he drops to his knees and he's like, Sierra Belmont, the last almost year has been magical. Sierra Belmont, will you marry me? And she's like, um, this doesn't fit. It's too big. And I jumped the gun. That's when we have the magic in the Santa. It's, all, it's going back and forth. It's, it's very confusing. Santa's touching his nose. Ornaments. The, the ornament actually flies off the tree. It's flying. There's magic. So much is happening. Back to Lindsay. She's sitting there Santa's on the street. just feet. doing like this. He's holding the ring. his nose. <laughs> and yeah. suddenly she starts to slide backwards like Poodle does when he's on a king-size bed with too much lube. Yep. Just oh, <laughs> sometimes you just grab it. You're off. holding on for dear life. And yeah. Tad, because he's because he's closeted gay, that means he's also very ineffectual. Because hence the the stereotypes. And exactly. So he like grabs her. He grabs her by the <laughs> ring, and the Can't ring is too you. big, and she slides out of the ring, she and slides she slides out. off. And then you think, oh no! But then like something horrific happens to Tad, which is the ground just opens up beneath him. And swallowed and he's swallowed him. up. <laughs> he's swallowed up by the mountain. And I was like, this is. I actually feel very bad for Tad right now. This is this is when we got a B story. That still kind of left me breathless of Tad's adventure. And it this really was a real sh- film. This was a real film. And I, but finish, I, Jake. It was horrifying. It was just Go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say, I was like, this is kind of groundbreaking. We don't have this with B stories. There's a richness here. <laughs> That now you're actually, Laura Linney. You're like, I know. Laura Linney. The movie should not have gone any further because Sierra goes tumbling down this mountain. She's going down and she's like, oh no, oh no. And then she plows headfirst into a tree, Sonny Bono style. I and literally guy, wrote just like Sonny Bono or <laughs> Natasha Richardson. Too soon. And then she, oh. and then the other guy oh, goes Natasha plummeting Richardson. down and I was like, and they both died. I would and, like to note that I'm not laughing at any of that. No. Any of that bullshit. <laughs> and, anybody who gets mad later. Someone will. Sonny Bono will. was like 25 years ago i feel like it's okay to no, do rafe, is, rafe isn't rafe is in his car like wait is liam neeson or rafe natasha liam neeson liam neeson is like 
I was trying to listen to something in my car. <laughs> Which actually, and I've never a... been so disturbed. Of course, this is going to be the one episode that Sheriff I'm just going to make taken four. <laughs> it's actually all coming back because Natasha Richards- Richardson played Lindsay Lohan's mom <gasps> on the remake of The Parent. Oh my God, wow. you guys! Okay, and anyway. that's the button. We're done with the show. And but then, I yeah, did yeah. like that. Um, <laughs> I did like that uh, as Lindsay was going backwards, they let her sing one of her greatest hits. <laughs> so i was like well these two people are dead well, that's a, well, what a tragic end to this movie well that was fun but are, then, are they dead or are they not um yeah i, I want it to be like lost is that the twist yeah, like they've been dead this whole time and then we see a polar bear <laughs> then we see a polar bear or it actually makes sense or ralph but yes, i think yeah. this is a perfect moment to tease everyone will they make it will they not you're just going to have to listen to part three. Oh, honey, three. no. We can just keep going. I'll cut it okay. later. Yeah, All we're right, going to cut way okay, earlier great. than this. Okay, great. I didn't know. Okay, I didn't know what you were going to do. I didn't know if okay. we cut out the first I just one. didn't want to give everyone the opportunity to get up again. So oh, I was okay. Like, oh, Let's I'll keep going. Raw dog going. me, Ronnie. Raw um, dog me. Next thing, the next thing we hear is, Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Yeah. Sung in awful harmony. <laughs> I was like, who are these deranged? It's the two people on the sleigh ride. I was like, who are these two deranged people singing their asses off this song? Could you imagine? I would never, if I had like random Cordover Street, I'm like on a sleigh with Cordover Street, just me and this other girl, be like, jingle bells, jingle bells, (laughs) jingle all the way. I was like, oh, there's not a worse Christmas song for me. That's the worst. There's not a worse Christmas song. Although you kind of miss it when you hear the modern Christmas songs because they all just play, um, Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You, but then sing different things over it. I'm like, you guys can't just use the same exact song and put other songs over it. It's the weirdest thing. I am mad mad at the bubleification of Christmas music. I feel like the past it's a real problem. We are we have been assaulted with music that belongs in a crate and barrel. And like we have not had good new original Christmas music. I I support this rant. I for the most part, I do think uh uh, it was a while ago, but I did maybe like what five or six years ago. I enjoyed some songs from Kelly Clarkson's Christmas yeah, she had album, a, like around the Christmas okay. tree. But like, but, it's, but it is mean, like few and no, far it's, between. It's, it's not I the loved, way it was in the eighties. I loved that Sarah McLaughlin, um, very moody Christmas oh, yes. night, summer soul, winter solstice. Yeah, <clears throat> lay, lay on lay on the bearskin rug with your lady, two ladies yeah. though. Yeah. I listened yeah, to yeah. Aretha Christmas. And Destiny's Child's Christmas. Those are my. I listen albums. to Julie Andrews exclusively. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I really? To nothing but klezmer yeah. music. I do enjoy. <laughs> I do enjoy David Archuleta's Christmas. <laughs> this year. It's very good. Oh, oh, he follows a similar arc as Tad in this movie. Yeah, he, he does. does. It's. I love David Archuleta. Jake, we Jake saw, and I went. We saw, saw him. him we wow. saw him in like fucking. What was? Where was that? It was in you like. Saw him fucking disgusting. I wish. Um, I'd pay it, for it. I bet his asshole is really smooth. It's just like you just slide <laughs> in. It's like a snow, it's just a like a snowbank. Whoop! Um, we would saw him in like in Bakersfield or Temecula. Mm-hmm. Or it was something. like Temecula or something. And we yeah. drove. We did a podcast episode because we didn't have time, so we, we did an road. episode of the pod on the road, which I enjoyed. Jake was terrified. No, you we were a terrible it. driver. I yeah, am we not do it in- all the time. We love that. See, right. I know. I love it, too. He needs to get used to it because when we go on tour in the fall, we're going to be driving. You're just going to have to fucking get used to it. Yeah. But... Jake 
at one point was I sobbing my so eyes out. hard in the middle. And he turned to me. I think he said something like, like the, vo- the God is in that voice or something I think I like did. that. And at <laughs> one point, he start- David Archuleta got uh, choked up and could not keep he singing. He talked about being LGBT and all that. Because it was about, he was singing about how Jesus, how, how all the people see Jesus differently. And I was like, they do! They do see Jesus differently! <laughs> and weeping openly around old pe- old people. It old people and other gay guys that were there. That yeah. is disgusting. Anyway, he's was great in concert, Christ. though, y'all. Go with Can't wait. That was ridiculous. Can't I watched a snuff film. <laughs> Faces of death. So we go back to this. Wait, I have to say, I'm so sorry to to extend this, but you guys, is Santa Claus trying to murder people in this movie? Because they show Santa Claus (gasps) doing the nose twirl, and then the wind blows, and then the wind takes up the invitation, and then the grandma's pants fly off, and then... Like dark, dark storm clouds move in and throw Lindsay off of the fucking side of the That's, mountain. Well, maybe what the little I, girl's wish, maybe Abby's little wish was my wish, my Christmas wish, just kill some bitch. I want to, I want to murder, <laughs> I want to murder a socialite. Santa's like, well, I can, I can get behind this. No, so, it felt like to make this girl's whatever this wish was was to at least murder tad i think i think that was i think that was definitely his intention whether it was bringing lindsay lohan to this town that time forgot who knows who knows but i think santa did try to murder both of them God, I santa, santa could maybe like maybe santa could be Again, like there needed a to be a villain in this yeah couldn't Stra- but also couldn't santa have just arranged a meet cute instead of like actually causing head injuries you yeah, think. I mean, like how many people lost their lives this day? That was a big storm, Santa. So a thanks. Huge storm that apparently was only on that mountain because then down yeah. on the ground, Jake is <laughs> so Jake is like the sleigh with these two lunatics in the backseat singing. This better not be and a then, dead body. Yeah, they see this body, so Jake goes running over and he's like, "Hey, Miss, Miss, can you hear me?" Like turns her over, so she has a spinal injury. Well, good luck with that. Yeah, yeah. And then he's like, "Oh no!" <laughs> so then he calls. He's like, "Ski patrol, ski patrol, get over here, ski patrol." And then we cut to code three, hard cut, hard cut. To a health clinic? They took her to a health clinic and not the well, hospital? No, that's all they... This is the hospital. I think it's just a little small clinic. No, there, there, no there was a... Yeah, there was a sign on the outside that said health clinic. No, I yeah. think this is the hospital. It's like, I mean, if you get sick in Hilton, Oklahoma, you're going to go to the clinic. They don't you're have a hospital. Yeah. If your, town, one, if your town comes out of the snow 30, th- every 30 years, this is what you have. This is like yeah. on Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. The pass is closed yeah. because <laughs> the, that avalanche, like they Small can't get town. anywhere. Yeah, I like think if so. you get sick in my house, you're going to just go where's closest, the backyard, until you're better and <laughs> stop think, bothering well, me with your complaining. Well, I'm sick of all these city people and their modern health care. Exactly. Where we come from in the country, we got one doctor who knows how to cut toenails, and that's it. And we and they he knows how to drill a hole in somebody's skull to let out the demons. That's real medicine. <laughs> True. So this so Lindsay Lohan has now gone tumbling down an entire mountain and has crashed headfirst into a tree. And they're like, Well, she only has a minor concussion, no black eyes or anything. Just a little little bit of Just a little pains. concussion. Just a little concussion. <laughs> and the cop's like, amnesia? Something like it. He just diagnoses goes, it. He goes, amnesia? She goes, something like it. This, this fuck, doctor could, could was... be more specific? What do you mean something like it? What does that mean? This doctor is so over it, too. 
Like yeah. she's just tired. She is just tired. But I like something when Jake, like when, it. When Jake goes, but she's awake, so that's good, right? And the nurse goes, "Depends on your point of view, sir," because she's she's, <laughs> she's like, been "Oh awful, my god, awful. get this bracelet off of me! What am I wearing? Cotton? Let me out of here! Give me a, so." I can't remember anything, but I remember I'm rich. Yeah, but I can't I remember, remember anything. But I remember I like Lacroix. Like, can, she can someone suffocate her with and, the pillow? And why is Jake in this hospital room? By the way, this is not a place for him. All their standards and practices in here are just nobody's terrible. wearing a COVID mask. This is not no. real. <laughs> this is and not she's real. like, are you kidding? I know who I am. My name is. My name is. My name is. Are we just going to start doing Eminem right now? Yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs> yes. She actually like kind of shady. <laughs> there are some moments, and this is one of them where Lindsay doesn't even try to act. She literally no. is just saying. She's the lines. saying the lines. She, goes, she is saying she goes, the lines. My name is. My name is. And this is what I thought. I wondered, like, how are they going to do this in this movie? And we just, you guys, if you've never been arrested or employed, then nobody can find you. I guess especially that's it. if you're in a, if you're in a town that no one knows where it is, <laughs> got no fingerprints. Well, by the way, also this the can we talk about the stakes of this stupid movie? It's like <laughs> it's not like she was off in the middle in a desert island. She was like across town from where she normally she's is. Not, across town. That's the thing. It <laughs> seemed like, like it seemed like it took road. ten minutes to get there. Yeah, that's what yeah. was, was crazy to me. No one recognizes the most popular hotel yeah. heiress who's like, no that's, one gets it. They're like, we have no idea who this, a rich person, I have no idea where she would even be staying. You that's could drive. Crazy. You could drive a really broken down sleigh through most of these plot holes. It's yeah. really bad. So they do the whole like, well, all we found was makeup. That's all she was carrying. <laughs> Because yeah. uh, she's a woman. That's why yeah. she still looks good. You know, she's just so superficial. You know those women who wear makeup, those harlots. Uh-huh. And then- Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No, the doctor just added four more months. <laughs> I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there... No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. <gasps> you pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, 
important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from MeUndies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from MeUndies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from MeUndies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the Songfinch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com 
slash reality gaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash reality gaze. Don't forget to share your song with us too. Songfinch.com slash reality gaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Have hope and find you're happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself, never be ashamed Have hope and find you're happy Have hope, have hope Keep going, queens The officer is so lazy He's like, well I was. I could put her on the missing persons <laughs> website. This was but it's amazing. The holidays. It's no, the holidays. Go, should should we run her fingerprints? And he goes, Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, we could do missing persons, but it's Christmas, so people not want to claim her until after the holiday. <laughs> what? What kind of family yeah. is that? Yeah. They're like, oh my god! I hope our missing person family member isn't found until Christmas is over. This Nobody's is gonna not really a package at the UPS store. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. So yeah. Ladonna, she's off this week because her dad died. So and she does that missing persons thing. So we're just gonna have to wait for Ladonna to get back. All the missing the people are just gonna have to suck it during Christmas. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the it's cops like, well, we have procedures to follow with the Jane Doe, sir. We're not going to follow a single goddamn one of them. Not a one. (laughs) And we're going to release her to your custody and you could actually be We they know him, but do they really know him? They're just going to take him to the North Star Lodge. Well, no, they do know him because remember the sheriff comes back because didn't he like... No, like the sheriff like changes. He changed the sheriff's tire or tire some shit, or like yeah. circle jerked his son or something like that, and they give him money. <laughs> and like, she I'm really sorry. doesn't want to be Spoiler. a Jane Doe. She doesn't want to be a Jane Doe. She's like, I will not be named after carbs. It's like, no, it's not. It's D O E. No, they're like D O E. I'm not a Jane. And Jane Fonda played my grandmother in some movie, so I do not want to be named Jane. I really want to make it clear for people that didn't watch this or that are thinking it's like Overboard. No, it's not. No, it's not. Because in Overboard, it's just got the Goldie Hawn did her, and the writers did a really good idea <laughs> of, of convincing you that this woman had amnesia, and but yet didn't know she was rich. She just kind of had an affinity for, affinity for things. This is this Lindsay is, Lohan fully knows she's rich. This is what yes. I don't understand. I'm not sure what amnesia is or something like it is because is it like a factory reset on your iPhone where you don't have a personality or because it and then seems your like, battery starts going down really fast. All of a sudden yes. there's a new you out there somewhere that they want you to yes. buy. That's a good what's question. Con- what's confusing is, do you still have your same personality? Because it seems like she has a completely different personality. Really? Like this is I, like fucking. I thought, she was exactly the I thought, same. I I thought her personality the was the same. Yeah. I but I'm she saying, was the same until like suddenly she decided not to be the same. Cause she was like a brat like, in the hospital. She's, like and 15 minutes that, after she leaves the hospital. 
it's it's like i think like that raccoon the raccoon that's coming up scares her personality out of her because after that she's like i need to start being more humble it's like a raccoon at the window she the inability of Lindsay lohan and no judgment i have botox right now but the inability of Lindsay lohan to not move her face to look terrified oh yeah again one of the funniest she kind of screamed and one eye actually looks (laughs) like it's gonna pop out because the body is having to move in some way to make that expression <laughs> just kind of like <laughs> so jake decides he's going to abduct her to the north star lodge which is already pretty creepy i think um and so uh she's like with the north star lodge Ugh, does that have room service because i i feel like i'm rich i just get the sense i'm rich and <laughs> oh by the way she doesn't have <laughs> she also doesn't have any clothes uh because they had to cut her out of her clothes so she only had a minor concussion but they used to like yeah to but slice what's weird out is, her, her clothing so she obviously has no id with her but they can it's just because they cut her out of her clothes does that mean they were cut to ribbons <laughs> I'm I'm, sorry, ma'am. There probably was a birth certificate because we found a sliver that said birth certificate. But we put your clothes through a shredder. So sorry. Hey, I'm sorry. We put your clothes through a shredder. <laughs> because we the demons. There was a car nearby. Our bad. We found a driver's license. <laughs> but, look at it. Yeah, we had a driver's license, but it's not a real ID, so I don't think it counts. Uh, <laughs> it's so strange. Like, we had to. We had to cut you. <laughs> this is your frequent. Sub- this is your punch card for uh, for for. Uh, uh, Congratulations uh, on number nine for your foot long. Damn, you were so close. We need to find out who you are. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So she's going to have to stay at this hotel and um, she doesn't want to. And so the nurse is like, fine, you can stay here. And she gives her food and it looks really sloppy. And so she's like, I will not stay here. I will go to the hotel. I was like, you think the food's better at the hotel? No, just the food's you terrible. Wait. Just yeah. you wait. And so then Jake is, so she, she's, so she's like, yeah, what kind of breakfast? And Jake is like, uh, maybe she's better here. And the doctor goes, no. I mean, we don't uh, want her here. <laughs> please, get, please get this bitch out of my nice clinic. We're having I a like cocktail that, party tomorrow. That Fuck Hippocratic, that oath. Get yeah, this hoe out of my hospital. That oath is working really <laughs> yeah. well for Fuck this doctor. that oath. Get her out of this hospital. <laughs> so, Tad, go back to Tad, which I'm glad oh. that they didn't kill off Tad. That would have been too easy. So, oh, this is the story we this, all needed. This is the story we all wanted. We wanted uh, Snowback Mountain. <laughs> well, that's happening. the thing, and that's why it became the story we didn't want, because I was like, this is your gay storyline, and I yep. cannot believe they didn't do it, because it really seemed like no, they were doing that, right? this is the gay storyline. You're with Ralph. You're with Ralph. You don't care about t- – I know from every movie I ever play, I die alone at the end. That's <laughs> so what my that's, character does. Yeah, me too. So this That's what is gay the, people do. But this is the sequel where um, now it's like Tad jetting off with the assistant, and they think they're going to be all happy, but then all he can think about is the guy with the beans. Ralph. You know what? I want to see this movie, and then he goes back to see him. Yes, yes, yes. This I is mean, the listen, movie I need. I want to see Wreck It Ralph. Can and he, he finds <laughs> a bean can in the closet and hugs it. <laughs> just a can a of can on uh, a just a lovely can of pork and beans. Wreck it, Ralph. Nestles it, Wreck smells it. Wreck it, Ralph. So, so um, Tad's yeah, wandering coming, around. Coming this Christmas to Raging Stallion Studios. Wreck it, Ralph. Wreck it, Ralph. What's a like? Oh, I'll show you, big boy. Big boy. 
So Tad's just wandering around through the snow, and he's like leaving his last will and testament on his phone. But he's like, "What sort of forest doesn't have a cell tower?" And then um, his phone dies. So phone he just like, trudges along. And in my mind, I'm like, "Why are we watching him in the forest?" Okay, well, whatever. He's so, so then, pretty. I don't. And care. I love his video. He's like, "I have survived a death-defying fall. <laughs> yes. If someone finds my phone, please post this." Do you know, you you know that he was trying to be. He, I think his inspiration for this character was actually not a game. I think it was Emily Blunt in the Devil Wears Prada. Like, <laughs> I, that's I, what he wanted to be. There's lots of Devil Wears Prada ish feel to this movie. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. So let's. That's get what they the think rich people is. So Lindsay, oh Lindsay, I was like, who's Lindsay? It's the main character. It's from Lindsay. <laughs> Lila. Lila. It's only Sierra. Sierra, Sierra. Also, yeah, whatever. We'll, yeah, yes, we'll so get to it. I never remember. Say get to that. That doesn't jog anything. Hi, your name. <laughs> your name is Math. Math. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I think we should call you Tierra. It's like, all right. God, I wish I could remember my name. Tierra. So. I want to call you Sarah, but you have an H at the end. Yes. yes. Not, Sarah. I feel that H is not, it's not bringing me anything. Yeah. Sarah, Sarah. So she's at Sarah. the hotel and she's just staring at a cuckoo clock like, what? Where the fuck am I? Yes. You know, which I think we all do. I still wonder, like, who did that? Why would they do that? A yeah. cuckoo clock is pretty much otherworldly. Yeah. I don't, Strange yeah, thing. I can't. I just can't believe that the North Star Lodge isn't getting more people. Maybe, uh, maybe they should look into upgrading to digital, and maybe that will attract more customers. <laughs> this place. Or also not have jolting noises coming out during your like peaceful time at a vacation, you know. Yeah. And it's like Christmassy, but not that Christmassy for a Hallmarkish movie. You know, it's like a tree. There's a tree. And then um, the little girl is looking down from the upstairs and hiding. And she's like, oh, my God, my new mom's here. You know, immediately this girl is, like, too needy. <laughs> Can I call your mom? Can I call your mom? Yeah. <laughs> so Jake brings out a pile of clothing from the lost and found. And Ugh, which, wow. how is this stuff not claimed by the people? It's a tiny little place. Like, I lost my my. Well, my but if you were there, there, if you were, you know, if you. I mean, if we he left something, it was, if we left something in Branson, we weren't driving back to Missouri. It was going to stay in Branson. Well, also, yeah, I mean, call. can you fit dignity in a box? <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Uh, Amen. So um, he's like, these aren't your clothes, but they're better than scrubs. I'm like, are they? Who, no, they're not. Are you giving those? You know, what did <laughs> they, Santa do to this? She person? was wearing those. Look like fucking figs. That looked nice. <laughs> they were they were nice scrubs. I wear that nice. shit to podcast in. I don't. Put, I'm wearing sweatpants now. <laughs> Listen, he takes all of his fashion advice from TLC, the band. Uh, <laughs> uh, left eye. <laughs> so then. Um, Whatever. So she gets on the clothes, and then the grandma's like, "Here is fresh sheets and towels," which, <laughs> as opposed to, to the ones that have been on the bed for about three years now. Well, that my no one's ever used clothes. So. Here's my son's ten year old cum rag that he hasn't cleaned since my daughter died. <laughs> Here's a crusty sock. <laughs> there you See go. You for Don't dinner. worry. These sheets are very clean. We've been cleaning them in our. 1992 Whirlpool washing machine later this movie. So she goes so, to her room in here scratching at the door, and I'm like, Santa's got his dick out. You know he does. And so she <laughs> opens the... She opens, she does the... Because she's trying to find a remote control for the curtains, but there yeah, isn't mm-hmm. one. So, I've, I've never been in a place with a remote control curtains. I wouldn't know what to do. It's You have. Just press the button. I don't think I have. That's fancy. <laughs> it's, Boy. it's literally just like one button. I know. Um, you just press it. Okay. But um, 
But uh, anyway, yeah, so she opens up the curtain, and there's like a little raccoon at the window. <laughs> a rabid rat- raccoon, yeah. by the way. I'd like to Animatronic. Mention. Again, <laughs> the producer said, listen, Larry, if we don't have an animal that scares somebody, nobody's going to watch. Yeah. Got it, this Mr. Rich, Ballrick, rich, rich girls need a, to be taken down a peg by an animal. <laughs> so this, so she this was the most out. expensive thing in the movie. I Nothing feel like. takes down a vegan like a raccoon. <laughs> like a raccoon. <laughs> but who is she saving anyway? They're all rabid. So. <laughs> She's going to want to eat an animal after this one, kids. <laughs> so she freaks out. She falls over on the lazy boy, which already, why is there a lazy boy in a hotel room? I don't know. Yeah. She falls over it. It's a nice bit of physical comedy. Now, here's where I have a problem. Jake comes storming into the room to save her. I'm like, you don't just go into a guest bedroom, no. sir, when you're the, this is why no one's going to the North Star. Yeah. Throws open the door. There's holes in the wall at the North Star. Yeah. And there's like <laughs> eyes. That went, I know. <laughs> Then we hear a toilet flush and the grandma comes out of her bathroom. Like, is something going on out here or something? <laughs> I cleaned the toilet. <laughs> and then- um, so she's like, in the wilderness, you might have some visitors. Like me, for example. Yeah. Like, here I am in your room. And she's wearing this like green plaid heavy. Oh, it's truly gown. awful. And he goes, nice granny gown. Uh, sir, you're the one who gave it to her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, it's time for bed. And then we go to Tad struggling in the forest. Oh. And then Al sees him and he's just looking at the how like old person. What are you looking at? What's your Pinterest? What's your Pinterest? <laughs> What's your and Pinterest? There's, there's like a, a cabin in the distance and there's like lightning in the sky for some reason. It's supposed to be scary. It's like really house. It, it, it's a, you know, it's hard to have a, like a lightning snowstorm, but it is. And it, he walks up to this cabin and then he, this is not realistic because he butts through the cabin door. A guy would have immediately taken out of a 45 and he would have had a gun out of him. Tad he would be dead. dead. Be Ralph dead. had a gun. Tad, yes. Tad is dead. Yeah. Yeah. We're exactly. both from gun places. You don't just do that to a chef. But also he, he, he swings open the door and he goes, Sanctuary! Sanctuary! <laughs> God, I love Tad. The I guy, love this character. We need to spit off. The guy's it's, got a hole cut in the ice because he's ice fishing or whatever. And yeah. so he doesn't have his gun in his hand. So he throws a fish at his head, you know. But the fish like, is like a box of like fishing lures and bait and everything. Like fishing a, like a lure. A, he's got a lure in his face. No, this is yeah. where the real well, they this is where it begins, yes. Yeah, because then um then he's like, Sicole, do you have a cell phone? And then of course Ralph is like, I don't have a cell phone because I don't trust them. I don't trust the government. <laughs> yeah, I don't trust I them. Don't trust I'm not going to them. any pizza parlor in DC either, let me tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> what Reed. date is it? January fifth? Great. <laughs> Great. <laughs> oh shoot, I'm supposed to be catching the I'm plane late. Right now. <laughs> I'm late. <laughs> Hey, grab me that buffalo headdress, then we're gonna <laughs> get out of here. You don't have a charger here for the Model 15, do you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Ralph's like, uh, can I get that lure out of your face? What lure? The one stuck on your face. I have something on my face. Just and then if you would have ch- pretty, just if you your face. <laughs> if you would have changed the music, if you would have changed the music to like in the arms of an angel. 
it would have been a different movie. It would have because Ralph is movie. adorable, right? I Ralph know. Is that adorable. something? Is that something just like being our age where we can see people? Because these are made for like younger people, right? Where they look at it and they're like, "Oh my God, it's someone old and with a beard." It's someone and old and with a beard and like gross. And I'm at the age where I'm like, "Oh my God, what a cute little daddy bear!" What a he probably cute, makes pancakes. Yeah. What a you know? cute person, and he's also caring, and he's like taking on someone who's self-sufficient. Gay. He didn't ask for any pronouns, though. So. No, so he the didn't. Thing is that I will say, by the way, can we, are we just like glossing over this like gruesome fact that they show that there is like a, a lure that has like pierced Tad's face and like one end of the hook is coming out from like his eyebrow? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, that oh yeah, it's awful. awful. He it looked feel just it like Jake's eyebrow ring that he got when he was like, like 25. My, my, my it was eyebrow a visual piercing that I had. It was a visual metaphor because now Tad's reality has been pierced. And yes. And oh. start coming out. Oh, girl. So um, then we go up to Lindsay. She's waking up with a sock as her mask. Hopefully I just not, say, the, not the crusty one that they gave her. I just have to say, though, proving there. the 80s point, though, too. All gay, effeminate men, when freaked out, fainted in 80s movies. And he again, did. he faints. Oh, so he I, fainted. You're right. He Thank fainted. you. I so I just that. want to bring up the rep. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, that was very important. I left that out. And he didn't just faint. He was like, oh! Because we're from the city and we don't know hard work. And when faced yeah. with tough realities, we just have to faint. Yeah. Just faint. Our, system, our systems are very, very weak compared to yeah. Weak constitutions. Yeah. So Lindsay wakes up with a crusty sock on her face. And then um, she's like, oh, thank God. It was just a dream. And she's looking around for. <laughs> she, why do she, I smell cum? Yeah. She, <laughs> why does my eye burn? What no. smells like bleach? <laughs> <laughs> so she. She finds her remote on the on the table and she turn she presses the button and Netflix turns on. And Netflix is playing Christmas in a Castle, which is produced by the same company as exactly. This movie. It's, I'm sure, yeah, pieces of shit. Mm. So uh, she's like, "Oh my god, what's wrong with this thing?" And she gets up and she just like pushes out her arms, like and puts them back. <laughs> Again, they're like, he tries to stretch by. again. The director, he is, walls are closing, Lindsay. Uh. <laughs> by the way, how shitty that this guy put her on a first floor room. I mean, for crying out loud. He gave her the worst room. Well, None she of the is rooms staying for free. I would give the nicest room. room. I think it's probably just one story, this place. No, yeah. they have stairs. Because remember, oh, the, girls, there are. Yeah, the little girl was yeah. hiding on the, but probably not yeah. an elevator. So, you know what? Yeah. I'm with him. I don't him. think it's ADA compliant, compliant now. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> you can't roll a wheelchair on those fucking tile floors. You just. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is where she throws open the curtains and there's a family standing outside of her window and they're like, hi. That is Jake's nightmare, actually, on a vacation. Yeah, like just, or just. People in general, when I'm up, when I wake up in the mornings, yeah, get the don't fuck away from me. Yeah, and she's like, "Oh my god, it's not a dream." And she looks in the mirror, and she's in that stupid flannel nightgown. She's like, "Who are you?" <laughs> and then the door, really good, flings, Lindsay Ronnie. The doors <laughs> flung open. And this Abby walks in. I'm like, what? The, this is why people don't stay here. Your no. doors don't lock. Yeah, and she, your and, little and girl the, has no boundaries. None. This is literally a guest room. Okay, this is a one star Yelp review for me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, somebody's written that review. Like, I like, got come in my eye from the sleep mask they gave me, and and there was this strange girl, came little girl just walked in my room in the morning and asked me if I would be her new mother. Pretty much. <laughs> Actually, what Abby does is she walks in and goes, "Your room is a mess." Well, guess what? You're on housekeeping your little girl get to it <laughs> your room is well your mom's dead <laughs> chop chop 
Mommy ain't coming back. <laughs> just, God. <laughs> just coming in hard on Abby. Little Abby. The cutest little girl in the world. We're like, fuck you, make an effort. Shut, Shut up it, and listen to the white it, man. Let's go. Just, Abby wearing, or Avi? Oh, Abby. I, I said Abby. So yeah. um, she's like in I a little unicorn Abby hat yeah. or whatever. And um, Lindsay's like, no one's come to clean my room yet. Children are so presumptuous in oh, these movies. Oh, I looked it up. It It is Avi, A V Y. Yeah, no, I, I thought Abby. they in my in my subtitles. I thought I saw it. Yeah, it's like a video format uh, that no one can play on their Macs. Exactly, A V I. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so um, there's there's no maid service, I guess. And um, she's like, "You're the lady who doesn't remember who she is." My dad told me. <laughs> she's like, "Who's your dad, honey?" She's like, "The guy with the bad highlights. <laughs> the guy who looks nothing like me." Yeah. I know everything in this hotel. And so then uh, uh, Sierra's like, well, um, hey, do you have a hair dryer? And so she's like, of course, in my room. So you would think, okay, so Avi's going to go to her room and bring her a hair dryer. No, Lindsay has to go to Avi's room. What sort of service is in this hotel? It's she has extremely- to go to the child's room? Also, I'm amazed that this little girl just has this hair dryer that she's just like sitting there drying her own hair constantly. But later on, she cannot comb her own hair. (laughs) She cannot comb her hair. And she doesn't dry her hair. There's not a diffuser inside. Curly hair. You're not drying that. Also, Abby has like a king. She has a king size mattress. And Lindsay Lohan (laughs) is stuck on a twin. It's on a twin. (laughs) And after Lindsay dries her hair... I mean, I have a little bit longer hair now, and sometimes I have to dry my hair. With all those fucking hair extensions she had, she would be... Have y'all ever been around a woman who just spent an hour drying her long hair? She would be so hot and in the worst mood, and she's like perfect makeup, perfect everything, Mm-hmm. In a sweater. What do you want? This is a Christmas movie. You guys want the most depressing Christmas movie. I need I've realism. Ever heard in my life. What I'm saying You're is, like, I want Lindsay to wake up with a bloody nose and like you're not gonna get it. clumps Here, no, of hair missing from her head. You know? Here's what I want. I don't, listen. If you want me to care about this shitty ass hotel, at least make it seem like a hotel that's worth saving. But as far as I can tell, they they have no maid service. None. The staff walks in on you, and then no. if you need something, you have to go to the staff's room together. You go. You go get it yourself, Ben. Yeah, don't like it. This That's why you're broke. That is. Yeah. This story needs to be like the daughter of a construction company that doesn't have the heart to do what it needs to do and just knock a crane into this building. But then she <laughs> finds love and learns that through love she has the strength to demolish this fucking building. And you just see Abby running there, you know, with like a little unicorn thing on its head. And then the guy could come out of the shed and throw a fish tackle at it. Like, got it! Got it. <laughs> Okay, so um, she's like, uh, she says, so what, what, what's your name, Lindsay? And she's like, I don't know. Uh, she <laughs> says, well, I have a lot of stuffed animals. You can have the name of one of my stuffed animals. There's Frankie, Wallace, Potter, Demetria, Harlow, and Sarah. And she's like, Sarah, <laughs> Sarah, Sarah, plain yeah. and venti, because that rings a bell. Plain and venti? Sarah's perfect. Sarah's <laughs> perfect. <laughs> And then, Sarah and then, sounds like nothing I've ever known in my whole life. Yeah. <laughs> this is not triggering me any memories whatsoever. All <laughs> can't remember anything. Give wow. me that globe. Wait, not nothing either. <laughs> <laughs> hey, is that a picture? Is that, hey, is that a DVD of Melrose Place? Hey, look at that guy on there. He reminds me of someone. Somebody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 uh. 
God. So she sees a picture and um, she's like, wow, donkey booty. Is this your mom? And <laughs> Avi, Avi's like, um, yeah, she died. She was trampled by a unicorn. You know, sometimes. <laughs> that's why I wear, that's why I wear earmuffs inside. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I, that's why I wear a unicorn to remind myself of the way she died every day every day <laughs> I we think Abby don't... Abby did something to her mom because she does not give a fuck she's like my mom's dead she was <laughs> daddy says she got sick but I know better I know better <laughs> she got Just... sick from the dawn soap I slowly put <laughs> into her cereal it was childbirth and it was my fault exactly I miss her a lot sometimes huh You'll think this is weird. And Sarah's like, well, I don't know who I am. <laughs> Nothing's weirder than that. All I know is that when I breathe through my nose, a song comes out. <laughs> <laughs> and Abby's like, um, well, this is weird, but sometimes I threaten her picture. And she's like, oh. threaten. <laughs> now, now, Ronnie, you're taking this into a different movie. <laughs> I think Abby had something to do with it. I'm just saying I've watched a lot of movies, a lot of a lot of murder movies. You Sometimes have. I talk to her and I say spells. You're <laughs> 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 like, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think that's beautiful. Here, let me sing about it. Oh, I'm sorry, you're a little pitchy. Let's just keep it on me and my. It's mom. full on, uh, like a New York cab driver by now. By now, yeah. <laughs> Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> oh, Lindsay Lohan just she passes by. I'm all out of love. I don't want to value. you. There's something about that song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so Lord. She go, they go to the lobby, and they see the couple from the <laughs> sleigh. And the girl from the sleigh eyebrows. Oh, my God. These eyebrows yeah, just sorry. come out of her. And her, her, and her gay husband. everything. She goes, hey, how are you doing? And she's like, do you know me? Who are you? Yeah. What the fuck, people? <laughs> hey! She goes, Who yeah, I? We, met, we met on the sleigh ride. And, she, and then the other guy goes, yeah, I mean, you were unconscious the entire time. Well, anyway, enjoy breakfast. I'm like, you people are literally insane. You were insane. talking to what could have been a dead corpse and acting like you, you became friends. <laughs> the, the next thing she says, this completely threw me. She says... I'm capable. There's like, do you want to want some breakfast? She's like, I'm capable of making my own breakfast. How? How do you know when? That? So you know you're rich, but yet you You've know you never can make made your, your own, own breakfast. breakfast. Well, I think just, this well, is time. Can't, so. I think this is time for improvisational physical comedy from Lindsay Lohan. No, I hope so. Terrifying, terrifying physical comedy because also, she has. Sorry, no, Ronnie, no, no. I'm on. sorry. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Sorry, no. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry. No, I'm, no, no, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I'm no, sorry. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I just totally no because I totally was just I just totally went. Oh, and why is well, he I making breakfast? You, <laughs> you don't have someone to, to make breakfast at a bed and breakfast. That's true. That's like, true. Just you don't so have true. anybody to make breakfast at it the bed and breakfast. Like I didn't have, care what was happening. They have no kitchen. They have no kitchen. There's a so okay so this i thought was supposed to be funny but i thought it was actually terrifying so sierra she gets around so she's trying to use the hot plate so she's like she's using this she's like shaking it up and down which is scary because it's probably hot because they were just making so many pumpkin pancakes that they ran out yeah so then she's like no this he's like this is how you use it you dumb little lady you press the on button she's like oh okay and then she's like has to pour some oil so 
she pours the oil and the top comes off because <laughs> and we're supposed to be like oh she's so stupid but like who the fuck left the top like that with the olive oil right exactly. and there's like there's... an open flame right there they open set her flame. up to <laughs> she has now poured a cup of oil into the skillet and they're like okay <laughs> now crook the egg crack the eggs you maniac so she takes the eggs and she goes boom <laughs> Into the hot oil, which splatters everywhere. I was like, how is no one getting third-degree burns? I was scream laughing this whole time. And we're supposed to we're supposed to wonder how the mom died. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, this family set this mother up to die. I'm telling you. I just Uh, this was to me, this is a classic thing, like, oh, people from the city. People who like careers, people who people who come from out there, they're so they're so dumb. They don't even know how to crack an egg. I mean, she literally well, cracked it like an orangutan. She just vegans slammed don't, it down on the vegans on the don't plane. eat eggs. Vegans That's don't true. eat eggs. How would oh, they know? Right. Well, and they, they have and before. They no one's born vegan. You know, you see people crack an egg. It's not like a confusing thing, Lindsay. Of course, it, Lindsay might not actually know how to crack an egg. No, I mean, there's one person <laughs> I would believe again. In the, in the next breath, she says, they basically say, do you want bacon? I don't do bacon. Yeah, no. <laughs> she knows she can make breakfast. She doesn't do bacon. She knows how to crack it. I'm with Jake on this. We need to have an amnesia expert on this show because it's, I'm confused. I'm so confused by the nature of amnesia. Yeah. I, yeah. I watched well, a lot of soaps and I still don't remember. I still can't figure it out. Avi, yeah. who I'm worried about her future because she's like, have you tried it? Then how do you don't know you don't do it? You should eat it. Just try it. The first oh. one's free. <laughs> Y'all, religious religious You'll reasons. Be chasing that high. Abby's gonna do Molly in college a lot. <laughs> do you like chasing dragons? <laughs> Wait, so what do you mean it. you don't you don't like your your religion doesn't go against it? Sounds like you're a heathen. Hey, Cordover <laughs> Street, where's your daughter? Acid. She's dead. <laughs> so um Lindsay eats the bacon and she's like, Oh my god, I like Delicious. bacon. Wow. Because <laughs> people that like bacon are good people. Yeah. Good. Now the audience was That's like, what I'm we're learning. on her side now. It was a transformative slice. That was a real turning of the corner for her. It was. Switch the so channel then, to One America News. <laughs> Alejandra. Meanwhile, Alejandra's like, oh, I don't think that she's from around here. And Jake goes, there's something about her. I think I've met her before. It's like, you know what? <laughs> Why are you looking at me that way? Because she's way, actually from just eight blocks west. That's actually yeah. where she's from. Meanwhile, so people are sitting there eating their meals. Alejandra is just sitting there at the watching this whole fiasco happen. Put yourself to work. Help out a little bit, Alejandra. And by the way, Frosted Tips has been following her father for years and trying to get businesses. And I would presume Googling all of the facts about he this man has and to his know hotel. Her. And he going to what Jake said, she if she was famous, we is she famous or not? We don't know. That, this should have been like overboard, where he does find out she's rich, but decides to keep her anyway. Right? Isn't well, that like a plot? That is a plot. That that, yeah, because yeah. she's terrible to him, and 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 he makes that wonderful shoe closet, and go. Goldie Hawn doesn't pay him for the shoe closet because she didn't like that it was made out of pure and walnut. And so that's why he wants to do it for her to work off what she owes him for the closet. But that movie actually has, you understand, because people have motivations to do things, regardless if they're good or bad, they're motivated. Also, I (laughs) want to say something that we just need to talk about right now. Okay. Also, Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn have chemistry, whereas (laughs) Cord Overstreet and Lindsay Lohan have none. 
Yeah. yeah None. It's and I feel staggering. Like that's not Lindsay's fault. I feel like Lindsay's really trying her best here. I he blame Cord. He, he has nothing. He doesn't have it to give. He has he not done several of these Hallmark movies? I, feel I like, don't know. You know, I'm not like familiar he... with his filmography. I mean, how can you not? Your name is <laughs> Cord <Oubra>? Street. <laughs> you know, you've got to have done some of this shit. He'll be on the Candace Cameron Network. I can guarantee. Yeah, he you. will. So, um, Terry oh, and security. I got into a fight on Instagram with somebody about that. Oh, oh really? Them. Oh, I blocked them. them. That's so crazy. Yeah. So I know, but it's like telling Hallmark fans to fuck off. It's just so funny, you know? Oh, because it's... it's like the sweetest grandmas in the world. It's like, <laughs> oh, suck a dick, Deborah. <laughs> Um, you're right though. He was in, he's, uh, he is, I'm looking. I mean, those I highlights came from somewhere. I, I think yeah, he's done several of them. He's yeah. been in yeah. like, yeah, he's been in, you know what? He really, he hasn't been in a ton. No, he was in Lee and he didn't work after that. Court Overstreet needs this, y'all. He needs this. He is in a new series called Acapulco. That's oh, that's a guess. cute one. People love that show, so good for him. He's like in 18 episodes of that, so good for him. Yeah, people love that show. fights are unavoidable but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale that's the reality for brothers prince william and prince harry they were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties wondry's podcast dis and tell is hosted by comedians sydney battle and matt belisai each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.